Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and I'm up at Kingscliff supporting my partner in a triathlon. A triathlon. Triathlons are interesting things. They're fantastic to watch on, on TV, like F1 Grand Prix. When you actually go there to watch, they're, well, like an F1 Grand Prix. The person that you know comes past you, then they come past you, then they come past you, and finally they finish. So actually, it's as boring as batshit. And of course, watching all the bikes go by, it's really interesting a little bit for a while. Once they do four laps and they swim and they swim away from you and you don't see them again and then they come past you. And the vantage points, of course, it's not a stadium. We're sitting on the grass. So you're looking at the back of somebody's head or a fence or something. So it's an interesting experience being at a triathlon sounds good probably better to be in it i think it's a uh, on reflection it's uh, you know i've done probably 50 of these visits with uh with lotta and supported her uh, i support her purpose in life as to be a professional athlete and i think i'll do anything it takes to help her achieve what she'd love to achieve um, i watch her prepare go through the nervousness of of, of preparation and see how that negatively and positively affects her. I see her go through trialling and testing all her equipment and what works and what doesn't work and I've seen, uh, I've just seen so much about self-doubt and uh, self-belief and, and uh, uh, her, uh, there's a standard quote in, in sport and it says as good as you are off the field as good as you are on. So um, uh, you know, self-belief is something you just don't have about something. Self-belief is something you have towards yourself, full stop. Trust and all these words are things that you, you develop off the field. So an old quote we used to do, or I used to do in seminars, was practice between performances. And I think that's the same thing. If you want to be confident at work, you be confident in life. If you want to be you know, uh, clear-headed in in the in a time of stress. Be clear-headed in the time of not stress, or vice versa. Anyway, it's, it's it's been interesting. I also observed a couple of other things. One, I was harboring a little bit of guilt that uh, we're saving up to buy Lotta a new bike, which is around about thirteen thousand bucks, and uh, I was feeling a little bit guilty about that for a professional athlete and a big investment. But when I've come here and seen about two and a half to three thousand people, the average person would have a $10,000 bike, uh, be capable of riding a $1,000 bike, but loving the sport and loving their investment. I kind of like really see how important it is uh, just to go with the flow in these things. You know, you buy what, what, makes you, uh, what makes you feel good about that. So yeah, I, any guilt I had about, because uh, most of the bikes of the, let's say top 200 people in each age group or whatever uh, they're riding 17 18 thousand dollar bikes I can also see right now a little boy who's about three years old playing on the edge of the road where the bikes are coming past there is no fence uh, there's just a white line and I see grandma holding his hand and then turning up to look at the bikes as he runs towards the road and it's inevitable this kid is going to run in front of a bike which is kind of like difficult because dad's taking photos too so 
people take silly risks with children uh, trying to let them play in places that are just unhealthy and I watch this and I'm going oh man <clears throat> I have to turn my head I can't see it happen the other thing I saw this morning which was really interesting was a bikie in a car a really really tough Comanchero type of guy really really tough guy got out of his car uh, because there were road uh, blocks and road petitions that stopped cars going on the triathlon track and he refused to obey that and simply grabbed the got out of his car moved the whole guard rail system that blocks cars and just drove through it and drove off and swore at the person who was telling him please don't do that in a really aggressive way so I remembered my neighbour's uh, quote was pick your fights and uh, he's a restaurateur and I, I think it's <laughs> One occasion where it would be wise to um, to choose to uh, let the guy ride on the triathlon track, it's it's a bit sad that our communities don't co collaborate on things like this. But you can understand someone saying, "I live here. I don't want to be blocked by a bunch of triathletes." So uh, yeah, some interesting observations just at a human level at how it all works and how it doesn't work. There's a guy in front of me here with a with a puncture on a $18,000 bike and his bike's finished. He's out of the race with a puncture. That's intense. So it ends up being a piece of rubber on the road, doesn't it, with the bike. And um, we use now tubeless with uh, tyres filled with a, a, a goo, a liquid. And uh, if the puncture comes, typically if it's small enough, the liquid just squeezes out, squirts out a bit, and then the air freezes the liquid and your bike tyre doesn't go completely flat. Um, well, this is a nothing podcast. Uh, sometimes I've got a message and sometimes I don't. And today, uh, just sharing the story. Uh, it's beautiful to be here with Lotta. I've got to wait two and a half hours before I see her from the start to the finish. And I just sit here watching the world go by enjoying the moment and uh, making observations as I do uh, yeah and luckily we're at Queenscliff not in Holland where it's minus two we're in a beautiful up here in Kingscliff it's a, a beautiful balmy 16 degrees the sun's out uh, and it's just beautiful to be here all right well have a beautiful day bye for now